Welcome to No Ordinary Ordinary Women, Women. the podcast where two ordinary broads chat about extraordinary women, the good, the bad, and and the batshit crazy. Hi, Rose. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. There's a dream. I don't know the words. Anyway. Lynn. What? How are you doing? My name is Lynn. (laughs) Your face. Hi, my name's Lynn. Hi, my name's Lynn. Hi, my name's Rose. I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be out of work. Thursdays are a rough day for me. Lots of meetings. Lots of meetings. Back to back. Everybody wants to see my beautiful face on that Zoom call, girl. I'm sure that's what the problem is. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm such in high demand. I can't stand it. (laughs) (laughs) You wish. Yeah. So Thursdays are definitely a day. Yeah. It's been a week. I feel like I I have a meeting and then I'm like, okay, and I add to my little list. Oh, my gosh, I have this much. I have stuff, this stuff to do from this meeting. And then I immediately have another meeting and I'm like, okay, I have this stuff to do from this meeting. And then I have like two hours and then I have another meeting and then I'm like, oh, I need to do this stuff for this meeting. And I end up getting nothing done but writing down all the stuff I need to do. You know what I do when I go to a meeting and I write down all this stuff to do? I usually stick it on my desk or stick it in my drawer and forget about it. (laughs) And then somebody like a week later was be like, oh, did you do blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I've, Let me grab that piece of paper. I've been like working really hard at being the best employee I can be, Rose. Good for you. Yes. That Someone's sounds... got to do it at the company. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> sounds amazing. I've been really trying hard. I mean, not that I'm not a good employee. I am. But I've been just trying a little harder. So You should. They treat you so well. I know. Um, anyway. How's your day, Rose? It was great. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. This week, and I'm running the half marathon in Richmond. And I'm going to stand on the side and laugh at her. And Lynn's gonna, <laughs> Lynn and Yana are going to ride their bikes around and meet us. I'm going to have a Bloody Mary in my hand and just <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Well, yes. not fun. It's going to be really fun for me. <laughs> it's going to be something. It'll be fun. I'm going to, she's going to ride by and I'm going to be like, she's going to run by and I'm going to be like, pick up those feet, soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Last time you, I think the last time we ran it was two years ago Uh and you guys came and we saw you, I think like once. No, it was twice. It was definitely twice. Yeah. I kept thinking, oh, maybe they'll be up here. Nope. Oh, maybe they'll be up here. Well, it's just so hard. (laughs) No, I know. It was, it was hard for you guys. Because I don't know Richmond that well at all. And it was really hard to find places to park and, and then, you know, you're parking like three blocks from where the race right. is going. And, and then so you have to like run down there. And a hope. lot of the city streets and are permit parking. how do you know parking. like where we are on the, like you just hope that. I don't know, but I'm going to look at it and hopefully plan it out. Maybe I'll do it tonight and plan out like where, you know, if you guys start, once you guys start, we'll go to the next place. And then we see you there, we'll go to the next place. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, I, I just have to look because I have. I have it a... definitely helps to have people like cheering for you because. Oh, yeah. It's some. At some like, point, you're like, oh, my God, this sucks. Um, what Are you are you running the half marathon? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, we're running the half. I'm just looking at that. And we just ran 14 miles, so it's not like we can't do it, but I don't know. Um, it just up, seems like a lot right now. I know. I'm, I'm tired. Half marathon route. Let's see. You can look it up right now. Why not? I don't know. We're recording a podcast. I know, but I'm not going to pay attention. <laughs> You're going to plan out the your route for biking? Yeah. No, I, I'm just going to have it open so when I get home I can look at it. Like a reminder. 
Yeah, there's like a Oh, here's the route. Yeah, so we'll we're going to we're going to ride bikes so we don't have to worry about trying to park. We'll park our cars at the finish and th- we'll park the car at the finish and then run over to um and then ride bikes around. It looks like you're going all through a park and everything. Yeah, you go through a big park. It's the same route that it's been for years, I think. And you finish on a downhill, which is awful because it hurts your knees. Oh, yeah. After running 13 miles, running downhill is like, oh. Yeah, so you start at, let's see. I don't even see the start. It's on like Oh, I see a little checkered flag, so I guess that's the start, right? Yeah. All right. I have it pulled up, so I'll figure it out. All right. Figure out what we're going to. You do that. Park and all that stuff. They have a beer stop. Do the in the middle of the race? It's on like mile, I want to say seven. So you get that and give it to me. Yeah, I will. Because I'm not drinking a beer. You're not going to drink a beer? I doubt it's a whole beer. I think it's probably like a little bit. Like a shot? I know. Some races I've done, they've had shots. I've like never a shot done a beer? Like a shot of liquor. Oh, no. I couldn't. That would make my stomach hurt. Yeah. I could never. I couldn't. I couldn't drink beer when I'm running. First of all. I, it's a good carb. I know, but like the the um, carbonation, you don't want carbonation when you're running. So just stick your finger in it and stir it around a little bit. Shake it up a little. <laughs> stick your finger in it. That's stick my, they have pickle juice too. Oh, that's supposed to be good for you. Yeah. So I might try that this year because, one, I like pickle juice. I mean, if you throw up, you're outside. It's no big deal. When I was pregnant with Charlotte and we lived in Huntwood, remember we lived over there? Yeah. Off of barracks? Yeah. I... I must have been lacking some kind of vitamin because I would go drink the pickle juice out of the refrigerator. Like, just drink it straight. Uh, it would yeah. be so fucking good, too. That's so much sodium. I know. Oh the so amount of sodium good. is so bad for you. <laughs> like, I can remember that feeling of just being like, oh, my God. This is weird because there's like a blue line and then there's an orange line. And the blue line just goes away. Maybe that's just showing you where the start is. Like, the first mile. Oh no! Is it? It might be a different route for the marathon. No, this is. I think it's a totally separate race, isn't it? Or do they? Or do you run together? I think the the marathon starts first. They're like fifteen minutes ahead. We start. They start at seven. We start at seven fifteen. Oh, I don't know. There's another whole loop down here, and they don't connect. So I don't know what that is. And I don't know how much of it is, like, the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a whole other loop below it, and they don't connect. So I don't know. Hmm. Oh, my God. I keep zooming out instead of in. I know what a plus and a minus stands for. I really do. Hmm. I really do. Yeah, this says mile 10, 9, 8, 9, 10, 11. But that's, I don't know. It's very confusing. I don't know how to read this stuff. Half marathon section three section. What do they teleport you to the next section? Yeah. Oh well, there it's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. It's anyway, easy. That's enough boring stuff. So, um, so I hope everybody enjoyed the episode last week, no, two, weeks two weeks ago, ago with our live interview. We know that the sound is a little different, and we will improve on that the next time. Um, but it was because we did it on Zoom. And How are you going to improve on that? Well, remember we found that other setting that if you're doing oh, yeah, professional yeah, yeah. recording, which we didn't click that radio button. Because <laughs> um, I have heard people do Zoom interviews that sounded way better than that. And I think it was – and the weird thing was is that like I felt like mine sounded the worst. I think and, it's because you're so loud. 
Well, I was in the studio, though, and I'm wondering, because I feel like it sounded crackly. I think because your your voice is very loud. You're mean. I'm not being mean. mean. I'm crying. (laughs) I'm crying. You're just a loud person. I just wonder if my microphone on my... Uh, like or maybe too. it was you had it turned maybe it was like turned up or something. I have I don't no know. Idea. Was it on your it was on your computer, right? Because you don't have an iPad anymore. No, I just had I had. Uh, Whatever happened with your iPad? I got it back. Oh, you did? Yeah. I've been meaning um, to ask you that. Was I on my computer. iPad? No, no I was in, on your no. Computer. I was in. I was on my computer, and I don't know how good the microphone is on this, and I didn't adjust it. I've never, y'all. We're old ladies, according to somebody on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> when I made the comment that we are, um, you know, we're sorry about the sound. It was definitely a new um, tool that we were using. Some guy commented and said, that's because everybody with a computer thinks they can be a podcaster now. And you guys are too old to do this. <laughs> You're too old ladies or so something. So I responded like, and told him, thank you. You're so nice to... Watch our reel and make a and con, take, take the, time to comment. Yeah, take the time to comment. Bless and then he deleted heart. it. Yeah, and you said, "Bless your heart." Yeah, bless but, your heart. But I, uh, I told Rose, I said, um, "Well, first of all, we're not ladies. Second of all, we're not old." <laughs> I want what I wanted to say, <laughs> but my son would. I know if I asked him, he would not let me. If I said, "Should I say this?" because he. He would be like, don't talk to trolls online. Because I wanted to say, your dad didn't complain last night. But. <laughs> That's what we should have said. I should have But said we're it. professional. So we're... we thanked him for taking time out of his day. Yeah, it was very sweet to of comment him. comment on our reel. Oh, bless his heart. I know. He's a sweetie pie. He's such a good boy. <laughs> so, anyway. So. so, who you talk about today, Rose? Oh, you didn't tell people about our, our fancy cocktail. Oh, uh, we got a fancy cocktail today, you guys. It took me forever to make this one. Looked up the recipe. Whew, had to go to all these stores. <laughs> and we got high noon <laughs> sun sips. <laughs> We're just kind of margaritaed out right now. Even though I love margaritas, I could drink them. I just, just yeah. wanted something kind of simple. And so I got high noons for today. Oh, I didn't tell you. So I tried. Um, I should have told you to get this. But they probably didn't have it at the market you went to. Truly, which I drink a uh-huh. lot. Yeah. Has a celebration pack for like the holidays, mm-hmm. and they have cranberry, um, a rose, um, peach schnapps, <laughs> no peach schnapps. It's like peach spritzer or something. Barclay, peachy, and then <laughs> what's the other one? One more. Evergreen. I don't know. No. Peach cranberry. Ooh, I might have to try that. It's girl. really, really good. I'll be bringing that to the. I'll be bringing that on a for a ride in the car. Yeah. yeah, I can't drink much tomorrow. I can. I've limited myself to one drink. I can. Your oh, the cocktails are so good at the restaurant. I, I'm not going gonna to drink a cocktail because Why? I feel like um like hard like liquor. Ooh, my foot just fell. <laughs> Sorry, my foot slipped. Scared me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like it like dries me out. Uh, your vagina? <laughs> I know. Right when I said that, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Wrong words to use. <laughs> These are the things I can't say at work that I can say in the podcast. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm just going to – I'm just – dehydrates me. That's yeah. the word I should have used. <laughs> Instead of me out. That happens as women get older, Rose. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah. So 
I think I'm just going to limit myself to one seltzer. Okay. Maybe it'll be a big one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll get the one from 7-Eleven. No limits like here. No limits. Ounces. Then it's going to get hammered. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll be carrying you out of the restaurant. I'm not getting hammered because like, we've got to get up really early. So we do. That's not going to. And then ride a bike around? Uh-uh. No. Actually, it'll be like sleeping in for me because I think the so the race starts at 7.15. So we've got to be there at like 7.45. Oh, my God. That's so fucking early for a Saturday. I mean, uh, sorry, 6.45. Mm. <laughs> I just about spit my drink out, Rose. Because you want to be there like 30 minutes before. You and do. Then... I don't. Well, you're dropping me off. Maybe, maybe Jan will drop you off and, and come then... back and get me. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to wake up at like six. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. How far? Five forty-five. How far are we from? I don't know. We got to uh, look into that. I you know what, Rose? Today, but I didn't. I am looking at. <laughs> I want to show you really quick. I was looking at this race map, and I'm like, I don't recognize the name of any of this stuff. Oh, my stuff. God. What race and are you I was on? Like, and I was like, London. There's a place called <laughs> London. There's a place called London in Richmond. I was looking Jesus at the Richmond Christ. London. I just noticed the Heathrow Airport. <laughs> oh, my God, Lynn. You're the worst. <laughs> I would have mapped out the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> And Yana tomorrow would be like, where the fuck are we going? Oh, my God. That's so oh funny. Oh, my God. So it funny. said this weekend. So I just clicked on it. I was like, yeah, of course. That's it. <laughs> oh, my Lord in heaven. All right. Anyway, you want to hear my story? I do. I just said I just said I wanted to hear your story. I did. Did you? Yeah. All right. I did. I don't need more. <clears throat> are you ready? I am ready, darling. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I had to burp. Burp like that on my podcast? It's my podcast, Rose. Let's get it straight. My podcast? See, if I drink enough tonight, I won't care about not drinking a lot tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh Uh-oh. Due to the recent start time change. What? Due to the recent start time change, the half marathon now begins at 9.15. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) No, it begins at 7.15. Slight modifications have been made to the marathon course. I swear that does say that for real. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Rose, who are you telling us about? Anyway. All right, you ready? Ready? I was ready to type. (laughs) You ready to type? (laughs) All right. In the fall of 2012, Carrie Farver walked into an auto body shop in Omaha, Nebraska, to have her car repaired. Oh, this is like Amy Fisher. Same, same. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even think about that when I was writing such it. Such a copycat, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be like you. I know, Except this is does. more age-appropriate. Dave Krupa looked up and locked eyes with Carrie, and there was an instant connection. Uh, oh Dave thought God. Carrie was... A body shop and everything. I know. Same, same. That is weird. Dave thought Carrie was gorgeous, but he remained professional and treated her like any other customer. That's not Unlike like Joey. Unlike Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's like, I need to get in her pants. <laughs> Ooh, she's 16. Yeah, she's 16. She's she old enough. <laughs> a few weeks later, Dave was on a dating website, and, and bam, there she was again. He's, wow, so he sends destiny. her a message, and he says, hey, I know you. And she sends one back, kind of saying, oh, yeah, like the same thing. And she said, oh, yeah, and then deleted him. <laughs> Blocked him. <laughs> Blocked him. <laughs> and then a few days later, Carrie walks into the repair shop again, and they kind of flirt a little, and then they exchange numbers. Oh, okay. 
So they went out to dinner on their first date, and the interaction was really intense. Like, you ever mm-hmm. been on a date like that? Where you're just like, we have to go back and have sex right away. That's how me and Chris were. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, but we so went, went out, on one day like that. We met with you. After and I that? still see that person five years later. Anyway. Who's that? I'm not telling you. Why? It's on your business. It is my business. You have to. Your sex life is my business. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I'm talking about. But you have to beat that out. No. Ah! <laughs> You better be nice to me this week. Okay. I don't <laughs> care. Don't bleep it out. I don't care. Send it. <gasps> <laughs> Definitely keeping that in. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you're not keeping that in. Um, so he invited Carrie back to his house. As they walk into the, his apartment, the doorbell rings, and it's Liz Goyer, Dave's ex-girlfriend. Wait, what? They're in the apartment. So they, they go in the apartment and then they go through the building like they and they just walk oh, yeah, okay. into his apartment. So they missed her by a the minute. The door closes, yeah, right. and then his, okay. his ex-girlfriend rings the doorbell. And she was there to collect some things that she had left at his place after they broke up. Of course she was because she was stalking him, I bet. She was watching him. So <laughs> Carrie is very understanding and she's like, hey, just deal with this and call me later. Not a big deal. Like, I'll just go home. You deal with... Whatever the hell is going on here. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go home. Yeah, this. right. So she left. So Carrie leaves. Um, Did she see her on the way out? Yeah. I mean, she was like at the door. Like they passed by. So she was at the door. Wait a minute. So I know I know this is a lot. But was she at his like door door or yeah, at the door at to door the building? Door. At his door door. Oh, God. Like, like Carrie and I was going to call him John. Dave walk into his apartment, his actual apartment. Uh-huh. And the door closes, and then Liz rings the doorbell, rings the doorbell or knocks the on the door. Okay, so yeah. she had access to the building. Okay. Yeah. So Dave had met Liz on a dating site soon after he broke up with his longtime girlfriend, Amy Flora. Oh, my God. It sounds like he's got a big problem. Go ahead. Amy and Dave <laughs> had been together. No, I'm just telling you this because it's kind of boring. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone lives happily ever after. Dave's, Dave's the end. made himself a big old mess. <laughs> so Amy and Dave had been together about 12 years and had two children together. But Amy wanted to get married, and Dave didn't, so they split up. Yeah, he should have um, kept his dick in his pants then, bros. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. But they remained friendly for the kids, and there weren't, like, any issues between them. They were they were completely friendly and well-behaved. It's so nice to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can do that. Yeah. So Dave and Liz began seeing each other, but before things could get too serious, Dave informed Liz that he wasn't looking for anything serious. Mm-hmm. And Liz was a single mother, and she was like, that's fine. I'm happy with that arrangement. But she wasn't. Oh. Yeah. Wait. So Liz was the one at the door. She's the one. Liz, yeah. And Liz, she's the one so, with the kids? No, she's the one after the kids. Yeah. So oh a- Amy Flora okay. for 10 years. Amy. And then Liz. And then Liz. But he didn't want to date. He didn't want anything serious. Oh, she okay. also has kids. Okay. And then Carrie. Carrie. Okay. Yeah. And Carrie's the one he went on one date with. Okay. So once Liz leaves, Dave calls Carrie and she invites him over to her place. And she lives like an hour out of town. And he was really must have been like, oh, my God, I got to go have sex with her now. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> he drove an hour. At, it was like 10 o'clock at night and he drove an hour to her house. Well, he probably also felt bad. Well, yeah, I'm sure he felt real bad, Lynn. No, I mean, <laughs> this was the first their first date and they were kind of things were going really well. And then they get interrupted and... He probably felt bad. I think that he probably, he probably thought that they were going to have sex in his apartment. And then 
um, his ex-girlfriend showed up and he was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and then there was a lot of shrinkage. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Carrie's like, why don't you just come over here and we'll hang out? Oh, okay. And that's so he's like, girl. okay. So when he gets there, she's like, look, if we're going to have sex, that's all it is. I'm not interested in a relationship. And he's like, okay. He's like, uh, <laughs> that sounds this great. is fantastic. <laughs> and so they kind of became like friends with benefits. And they were both happy with that setup. So Carrie Farver was very smart. She was a computer programmer and worked just a few minutes from Dave's apartment. They would they were seeing each other for about two weeks and would meet after work and have sex and just talk and hang out. And Dave slowly started to have real feelings for her. Because, you know, when when a woman doesn't want you, that's when you want them the most. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And so one week in November of that year, like two weeks after they had met... Carrie had a big project at work, and she's like, hey, Dave, can I just stay with you for this week because you live right down the road from work, and it's easier for me. She was going to be working long hours and stuff. That makes sense. And so, and plus we can have sex every night and then go to, you know. Yeah, well, sounds good to me. Fine. And so he's like, yeah, that sounds great. You can come stay with me. So on Monday morning, Dave leaves for work and gives Carrie a kiss goodbye. He's feeling amazing because he has this beautiful woman at his house. He knows he's coming home to this beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and all he has to do is have sex. He doesn't have to, like, do any work, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he gets to work around 6.30 in the morning, and he starts his day. Around 10 o'clock, he receives a text from Carrie saying, I think we should move in together. And he's like, what the fuck? So he texts back, and he's like, no way. We've only known each other for two weeks. Like, what are you talking about? And he immediately gets a text back saying, that's fine. I never want to see you again. Go away. I'm dating someone else. And just like all kinds of crazy shit. And he's like, what the fuck? She was just completely normal. And now she's acting totally crazy. So he continues his day and he was like, wow, I guess like I really dodged a bullet because this bitch was fucking nuts. So Carrie's family starts receiving texts as well. Her mom, Nancy got a message from Carrie saying she had moved to Kansas for a new job and would get in touch and make arrangements about picking up her 15-year-old son, Max. And Nancy was like, what? Like, she had just dropped Max off at her mom's house for the night, and for the week. And didn't say anything about it. Yeah, like... Oh, I, by the way, I just got a new job. Like, you don't tell right. me. No, that's so weird. So Max my dad knows everything say, that goes on in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Well, most everything. So Max was just supposed to stay there for a week, and then suddenly she's moving to Kansas. Like, I want you to take care of Nick. Of Nick, of Max. Uh-huh. And Nancy was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It was so unlike her, you know? So Nancy thought this was strange because Carrie missed some important family events that she would have normally attended. And right. so her, Nancy and Max were like, what the fuck is going on? And you can imagine Max is like, he's 15, year old, 15 years and, old. Yeah, and he, you can't lie to a 15-year-old. Right, year old, and no. he had a very good relationship with his mom. And his grandma is probably, or his, yeah, his grandma, her mother is yeah. probably like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, really, Ugh. like what's going on? So Carrie is also texting Max and, and messaging him on Facebook. And she's like, I'll be home for your uncle's wedding. And so he waited and waited, thinking she'd walk through the door. He was like in the wedding. And so he's waiting and waiting for her. He's like, okay, she's going to be here in a little while. Okay, she missed, like, that part of it, but she's going to be here in a little while. She'll show up during the yeah. or during some part of and it. And she just never came in. And so Ew. he's, like, devastated. And he's like, what is happening? Like, why isn't so my mom sad. showing up? And 
So he knew something was off. It's just not something that she would normally do. Mm -hmm. So they get the police involved and they try to get in touch with Carrie. But when they receive messages from her asking them to leave her alone, they drop it because they're like, well, she doesn't want to be bothered. She doesn't want to be found. She's an adult. She's allowed to just leave. No, but you know, it's so weird. And Nancy's like. Okay, but so Carrie had been previously diagnosed with as being bipolar. Oh. And so investigators are like, well, yeah, that's the problem. She's probably off her meds and she's, yeah, she's gone off. Gone, yeah. yeah, having yeah. having a um episode. Yeah, but I think I feel like, you know, your family knows you. Right. I don't care if you're bipolar or not. They know that you're like you don't just all of a sudden Right, like one day no warning sign you just yeah, disappear. No, it's very strange. So Carrie had been texting her mom and suddenly she started saying crazy things like, oh, I broke up with that boyfriend and I'm thinking about checking myself into a mental hospital. And Nancy was like, what is going like? She's just like, I could feel it in my bones. I am so confused and upset. I don't know what's going on. And so she tells her mom that she has sold all the furniture in her apartment and she attached a photo of like a check that someone had sent her for the furniture. And she's like, Mom, can you meet this person, let her into the apartment um, to get the furniture because I already sold it to her. And Nancy's like, absolutely not. I'm not doing anything until I talk to you or see you in person. And Carrie gets pissed. She starts texting Max and saying that she's going to take him away and he'd never see his grandparents again. And she was his mom, so he didn't have a choice. And Max was getting really scared because he's like is she just going to show up at my my school and take me I mean she has custody of me so she can do whatever she wants you know so Nancy files for emergency custody of him and she goes back to um, the police with the text messages about the furniture and they can see the picture of the check right And so they're able to determine that the texts were coming from somewhere in Omaha. But when they went to the location, Carrie was not there. Wait, where does she live? I I totally forgot where she lived. Where they where they started in Omaha. Okay. Yeah. So she lives in Macedonia, Macedonia, which is in that's like forty five minutes from Omaha. Yeah, it's like an hour from from Omaha. Um, Sorry, I sidetracked you. I just it's okay. You know me; I can't pay attention very well. Okay, so then they wanted to find out more about this person who had purchased the furniture. And they have her name because it was on the check. And so her name is Shanna Goyer, but she goes by her middle name, Liz. Turns out it's the same Liz from Dave's apartment. Oh, she Dave's bought all ex-girlfriend. her furniture. That was nice yeah. of her. Hmm. So hmm. they gave Liz a call and they're like, and she's like, well, someone stole my checkbook. And I'm pretty sure it was a woman I bumped into at my ex-boyfriend's house a few months ago. And oh, so she gives them Dave's information and they show up at the auto body repair and start asking him questions. Mm. Do you know Carrie? And he's like, oh, yeah, Carrie was crazy. And he tells them the story of her asking to move in and then sending him crazy text messages. Mm. And she has continued to text me- to text him this whole time. So the detectives are suspicious of Dave, but... When he shows them the text, he they are like, okay, what the hell's going on? Because it's obviously from Carrie. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly the detective starts receiving texts from Carrie telling him that she would appreciate it, appreciate it if they left Dave out of it. <laughs> and so... And they're like, okay, great, thanks. Yeah, right. Well, all right, that sounds good. So he, the detective sends a text oh back God. and he's like, 
we're not going to stop investigating anyone until someone is able to talk to you in person and confirm that you're okay. And then she sends another text telling him that there's only one person they should be looking into, and that person should go away for destroying everything for her. And so they had an idea of who she was talking about. So the detective goes back to Dave and asks him more about Liz. Dave shows him texts from Carrie saying that Liz is the reason they broke up, and so he thinks that it makes sense that Carrie would have stolen Liz's checkbook. And she even forged a check for $5,000. So Carrie stole the—they're saying Carrie stole the checkbook checkbook, and, and forged checks and made it look like she bought the furniture. Okay, this is a lot of thought. A lot of energy is going into this, yeah. Rose. So I the, can't even keep up with it. <laughs> it's it's kind of confusing. I can't even imagine. Ugh, anyway, go ahead. So the detective tells Liz that she should immediately file a report with the Omaha Police Department. Lynn. Lynn. I did not do it. <laughs> it was not me. Lynn did it. Liz planned to do exactly that. But before she made it down to the station, she w- went into her garage and someone had painted whore from Dave on her walls, like in red. And so she immediately calls a detective, and they're convinced Carrie must have had some kind of psychotic break and was now stalking Liz and Dave. Poor Liz. I feel really sorry for her, you know. I know. It's very sad. It's very sad for her. So weeks had gone by at this point, and Dave was getting more and more texts every day. He said he was getting so many texts that he couldn't even use his phone. Oh, God. He changed his phone number, but somehow Carrie always found him. And she seemed to be watching him. He had started dating Liz again, and Carrie would constantly text him about what a whore Liz was and how they would be together again one day. Oh, my God. Yeah. She began texting Liz and threatening her and saying that she was watching her and how she sees that her message is still painted in the garage. Oh, my God. Just very, very, like, scary. Like, every every time they would leave the house, it would be... Like, they knew that somebody was watching them. That's so weird. Everything he did, he would get a text from Carrie saying, you know, why are you with Liz again or whatever. Oh, my God. And he was with Liz, so he knew it wasn't her Mm -hmm. because she obviously didn't have a phone in her hand. So Dave purchased a gun to protect himself and his family because he he was afraid of what she might do since she was obviously stalking him. Oh, my God. Then one day, one day, one day, <laughs> then one two days, day. three days more, four <laughs> days, five days, six days, four. <laughs> um, Dave is coming home and he's driving through the parking lot of his apartment complex. This is in January. Mm-hmm. And he sees Carrie's truck. And it's like kind of covered in snow. So they had had, um, this was about two months later, and they had had a a big blizzard and a bunch of snowstorms. Mm-hmm. And so all the cars had been kind of covered. Right. And so if you if there's a blizzard and you don't cover, uncover a car, it's going to stay covered for a while if oh, it's yeah. cold, you know? Yeah. Especially in Nebraska. And so the snow had been melting and he saw, he was like, wait a second, that looks like Carrie's truck. And so he calls the detectives and they come out. They dust the truck for fingerprints and they look all over. They found one single fingerprint on a can of mints that was like in the console mm-hmm. um but when they ran it through the database they didn't get a hit but they didn't find anything else in the truck so on august 17th 2013 almost a year later mm-hmm. liz called dave in a panic 
Someone had set her house on fire, and her pets had been killed in the fire. Oh, my God. Dave soon received a text from Carrie that read, I am not lying. I set that nasty whore's house on fire. I hope the whore and her kids die in it. Oh, my God. Holy moly. Yeah, so she had, I think she had, like, two dogs, a cat, and a snake or something, and they all died in the fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. And luckily, her kids, she was able to get herself much, and her kids out. I care out. about the dogs and cats. <laughs> I mean, it didn't deserve to die. Yeah. So, at this point, Nancy and Max are still messaging Carrie and trying to make sense of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Max was really suspicious. He didn't think this sounded like his mother at all. So, he decides to send her a Facebook message, and he's like, he just says, hi. And... Carrie writes back. She's like, hey, little man, how are you? And he responded, I just have three questions for you. One, what is my middle name? Two, what was our boxer, our first boxer's name, their dog? Uh-huh. And three, what was my, who was my best friend as a kid? And she never responded. Oh, shit. He got Isn't that it. smart? It is smart. So this went on for years. Oh, no. In February of 2015... She went missing in November of 2012, so oh February of 2015. Oh, my God, that poor kid. I know. And her mom. Dave moved to Council Bluffs, Iowa. And poor Dave. He's being harassed. Yeah, he's a man. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave moved to Council Bluffs, Iowa, so he could be closer to his kids and probably get away from, like, where he was, I'm sure. You think? And he stopped spending as much time with Liz. And one day he comes home and someone had robbed his house and stolen his gun. The one he had just bought. Here we go. He immediately thought that Carrie might have been behind it, but he had no proof. Mm -hmm. So it was around this time that two new detectives finally began digging deeper into Carrie's odd disappearance. It's about fucking time. In the spring of 2015, detectives Ryan Avis and Jim Daughtry of the... Daughtry? Daughtry, Is it Daughtry? No, it's Daughtry. D-O-T-Y. Oh. Of the Pada... Excuse the fuck out of me. Oh, my God. This county name is so weird. Potawatomi County. Potawatomi. Potawatomi. County Sheriff's Office. Why can't we live somewhere cool like that? Potawatomi. And Council Bluffs started a full-blown investigation into Carrie's whereabouts. They suspected she was dead, but they weren't sure where, when or how she had died. Mm -hmm. But when they spoke with Dave, he assured them that Carrie was alive he turned over 11,000 emails he had received from her over the years and told them anything they wanted to know. 11,000 emails. This is on top of texting her, him. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's crazy. So the detective zeroed in on Liz, and when she thought that she might be a suspect, she told them that all of these years they thought that Carrie was the one harassing them, Suddenly, she had a light bulb go off. She realized that it was probably Dave's ex-girlfriend, Amy Flora, Mm. the one he had two kids with. Hmm. Hmm. She had killed Carrie and had been the one harassing them all along. Mm -hmm. So the next day, Liz really wanted to clear her head. So she decided to drive out to Big Lake Park in Council Bluffs. And she took a hike and then sat on a bench just to clear her head. Mm Mm-hmm. This is at night, mind you, in the dark. I always go out in the park. Yeah. In the dark. Just to clear your head. Clear my head. Suddenly, someone comes up to her and says, get on the ground. 
And so she gets on the ground and she hears a gunshot and she feels pain in her leg and realizes oh she's been shot in the leg. Shut up. And so she calls the cops and they come storming out there with a helicopter and dozens of officers looking for a gunman who's on the loose, like this crazy fucking gunman shooting people in a park. Meanwhile, Liz is on her way to the hospital and she tells detectives that when she was sitting there on the bench, suddenly Amy Flora came up to her and told her to get on the ground and shot her in the leg and then ran off, just shot her in the leg. (laughs) So the cops surround Amy's house and break in and take her into custody. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> they take her oh down God. to the station and start questioning her about where she was that night and hook her up to a polygraph, which she fails. But Amy's like... She failed the polygraph? She fail, fails the polygraph. Oh, my. But she's like, I swear I didn't leave the house. I've been at home with my kids all night. And one of the detectives was really smart. And when he when they had gotten there, he felt the hood of her car to see if it was hot or cold. Uh-huh. And it was ice cold. And so he keeps that in mind. They continue their investigation. So they bring Liz back in for questioning. And they're like, so Liz, when was the last time you saw Carrie? She, and Liz says, oh, I only saw her that one, one day at Dave's house. She called me a bitch. We like walked past each other. She called me a bitch. And I told her, I'm only here to get my stuff. And that's all we said to each other. Yeah, I'm sure she called you so, a bitch. Yeah, because Carrie she called you a bitch, by she her. wouldn't have been like, I'm going to go. You right. handle your... Your drama, and I'm going to go, yeah. So they ask her what she thinks happened and who has been harassing Dave. And she says, oh, well, it's definitely Amy, his ex-girlfriend. She was with him for 12 years. She's very, very possessive. And so the detectives are on to Liz at this point. You think? And so I've they... been on to Liz since the beginning, Rose. <laughs> well, they didn't get the story like you did, Lynn. <sighs> So they let Liz think that they believe her. She goes home and starts forwarding all these emails from Amy to the detectives because she's so helpful, you know. And so they say, wow, thank you so much, Liz. Do you think you can get us more information from Amy? Like, you know, be a, be a real... Um, be a spy for us? Yeah, be a spy for us. And she's like, of course I can. I only want to help. Oh, of course she does. So she, What a good Samaritan sends Amy an email and asks her, so what gun did you use to shoot me when she shot Liz in the park? Oh. And where did you get the gun? And what, what, did you, what happened to Carrie? What did you do to Carrie? And Amy writes back and confesses to everything. Oh, I bet she did. She said that Carrie tried to attack her, and so she stabbed her in the chest and stomach three to four times and then burned her body and stuffed her in a garbage bag with a bunch of other crap. Oh. Hmm. And Have you ever done this? I haven't. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So a few days later, Dave calls the detective and he's like, "Um, I just had a really disturbing call with Liz. She says that the police have found remains and that they thought it was Carrie and that they had all this evidence against Amy. And he's like freaking out because Amy's the mother of his kids. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And they're good friends. Yeah. Yeah. And so the detective couldn't tell him because they were in the middle of an investigation. But right. he, he, in a roundabout way, told him that, you know, you should probably move in with Amy and avoid Liz like the plague. Oh and my God. so he was like, gotcha. <laughs> oh and God. so he moves in with Amy. Protect his kids, right. And that really set Liz off. She was really pissed oh, about it. I bet she was. So the detectives continue their investigation and they search Carrie's abandoned car again. And this time 
they find blood stains beneath the fabric of the passenger seat. Oh my god! So, um, they originally, I guess, like, why wouldn't like if somebody's missing and her car's been sitting there for months? Why wouldn't you take the fabric off to like check? Like, why everything? would they do a thorough check? Yeah, right. Just like, and then oh, they sold sweeping. the car after that. Oh my god! I mean, before they found the blood stains, but isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I just like sliced my finger. Oh my, oh, my God. You know what I did today? I'm not used to having fingernails. Lynn, I pa- had a paper cut right here on my thumb, mm-hmm. like, from three days, two two days ago. Th- today, I grabbed a piece of paper and sliced it right in the paper cut. I started bleeding so much. I was like, oh, my God, I'm bleeding out. If you had had leggings on, it probably wouldn't have bled so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could have just stopped them up with my leggings. <laughs> Oh, my God. So back in 2013, Dave and Liz had both done a data dump of their phones for the right. original detectives. And so they had all that data that had not been thoroughly investigated. So they gave all the data to the, the detectives, but nobody really looked at it. And so these sense. new detectives, I don't know why. I think they, they really thought that Carrie just went off and they were like, she wants yeah. to be left alone. You know? Well, yeah, they thought she was having a mental break. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it would it would make sense based on her medical... Um, her medical diagnosis, diagnosis yeah. but it's not, I don't know. I can't. But still, it's not like every bipolar person just has mental breaks. And right. <laughs> and and it's not like she's ever acted like this and before. She's never, right, exactly. Right. And she's her son's never done like, that. you know, knows enough to say the stuff that he said. Right. He knows something's up. Yeah. He knows that it's not his mother talking to him. So they start looking at all the data and the digital forensics discovered something odd. Liz's devices showed evidence that she had photos of Carrie's car that were taken on Christmas Eve of 2012, but the car hadn't been found until January of 2013. Mm. She had 20 to 30 fake email accounts and an app that allowed her to schedule text messages to be sent at a future time and all of the emails, Facebook posts, and everything that had been sent after Carrie disappeared. Did she not have a job? I don't, that's a good fucking that's question. That's a lot of work. She has kids. And, like, I mean, I guess she's not a good mother. I, shockingly. I can't even imagine. I can't even keep up with posting twice a week for our fucking account. <laughs> I can't even imagine doing all that. They're just so exhausting. Like, I mean, she must have been doing it all of the non-stop. time. Non-stop. Non-stop. 11,000 emails. And he said that, um, Dave said that he was getting... 50 to 60 text messages a day from oh her. Oh, my God. That's like the way you text which me. Which is it's like a horrible. quarter of what I sent to you. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you 50 to 60 in like an hour. I know. We totally... <laughs> I know. I was looking at something for something you sent me like two days ago, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I know, you're like, better use search. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like, Where is this? <laughs> Last night, we were having a conversation on like email, oh my God, it was Facebook. So funny. I mean, not Facebook, Instagram, Instagram and, and text. text. <laughs> and all like one after another, like bam, 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 like at the same time. And I was writing my story. Rose got me hooked on a, sh- a new show. Oh, yeah, Alone. I, uh, it's Alone. It's on like the History oh, Channel God, or so Hulu. Good. And it's basically a bunch of people get dropped off in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And it's like where they are, they're in like Vancouver, right? No. The first two seasons are in Vancouver, Vancouver. Island. At Vancouver Island, that's what it was. And it there's like totally rains like the whole time they're there. And so like everything's wet and it's and there's like cougars, like the highest population of cougars on this island. And bears and and I'm just like watching it, and I literally am watching it at some point through my blanket that's on my couch, like my because it ha- it's like 
like a little bit see-through and yeah. I'm like lifting it up. I'm like, oh my God, I can't. And then like a guy ate a mouse, like he cooked a mouse and I was like, Bleh! I was like gagging so bad. I was less gagging when the guy ate the slug, the big uh, slug. No, the slugs grossed me out. The mouse didn't gross me out that much. The oh, the slugs, mouse grossed me I'm out. I'm like, oh. No, I just couldn't do it. I was and like, and then the seaweed, the big kelp seaweed, like yeah. the big round one, that grosses me out too because it looks so disgusting. It does look gross, but if you're starving, it, you just have to think about it being something else. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so Rose got me hooked on that, and I'm watching that, wasting my life away. So yeah, so I had to write my story the last two nights, and I was like. Last night, I'm like, I gotta write this fucking story and I can't watch alone. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> All I wanted to do is like oh veg God. and watch alone. I can't, uh, it's, it's horrible. I can't, but at the same time, I can't wait to get home tonight. I, watch. I know. I'm like, let's get this over with. So there's, like, there's like 10 seasons or something, right? I know. Isn't there? I'm on season one, episode four. And so last night, I told Chris, I was like, oh, Lynn's already watching. He's like, great. Now she's gonna just start watching ahead and ruin it for us. <laughs> <laughs> I get so that. mad that you were ahead of us in that other show. Oh, the one that what you guys got it? me started on. Um, and you watched like the whole thing. Oh, in one weekend. And we were like, what? Was oh, it? it was the. Um, wasn't it the one with the chick? Um, was it that one? Um, what was it? Lioness. Did you watch that? No. No. It wasn't or was that. it the um, shrinkage? Was it shrinkage? Was that what it's called? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I, like, watched it. I was like, oh, my God. I started watching it. I watched it all in one weekend, the whole entire season. <laughs> and then Chris was mad because it takes us, like, three months to watch one show. Yeah. but Because you can't watch some of that stuff when the kids are awake. I mean, we don't watch anything when the kids are awake. Penelope. Penelope Even though we mind. have, like, a TV in every room in our house, if we try to go out and watch it, like, in the garage, the kids follow us and they're like, I want to watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you can't. They, they really, I mean, it's kind of some gross stuff. Alone yeah, so is we, we've probably been letting, scary for them. They can't watch that. Um, they've they've been around when we've watched Alone. It's not too bad. I mean, there's nothing really scary. I feel like Char, the way she gets scared with stuff. Yeah, like, um, she's usually has like when the guy was being on. stalked by the bear. Like I don't know, that would be yeah, that would be scary for yeah. her. But so far in season two, there hasn't been anything like super scary like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, we were scared of her watching that because she gets scared of bears. So anyway. On the SD card of the phone, police found thousands of deleted, deleted emi- There? Really? <laughs> deleted <Yeah>. images, <laughs> including one of Carrie's decomposing body. Oh, that's so gross. Why are you going to take a picture of that shit? She's fucking crazy. She is literally like, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Literally crazy. So police oh decide to Lord. fingerprint Liz to see if she might be a match to the one fingerprint that was found in her car. And sure enough, she was, of course. So a year and a half had gone by at this point. And in December of 2016, four years after Carrie went missing, they think they finally have enough to arrest Liz. The shocking truth finally surfaced. Liz, on or around November 13th, 2012 fatally stabbed Carrie in her own car. Over the course of four years, Liz engaged in an elaborate cover-up, sending 15,000 emails and up to 50,000 text messages while posing as Carrie to conceal her heinous acts. To further perpetuate her lies, she went to extreme lengths, including burning her down her own house, killing her pets, and shooting herself in the leg. In 2017... in the leg. Killing her pets, Lynn! She killed her own pets. What I knew that when you said monster. it, and I totally forgot about it. And destroyed her own house. <laughs> like, oh my god! You got to be crazy to desperate. do that. She liked the D. 
In 2007, <laughs> so she likes something. In 2017, Liz faced the consequences of her actions and was convicted of first degree murder and second degree arson. I don't know what second degree arson is. I don't know what first degree arson is, but well, first you would degree think would, first degree like would pre, be setting your own pre, house. Premeditated. Pre, 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 I mean, setting your own house first, on fire right? would be premeditated. I mean, you had to think it? about it. I mean, she got her kids out, or maybe they weren't. It was probably a plea deal for second versus first. Maybe. The court sentenced her to life in prison without the possibility of parole. The unfolding of the investigation left Dave in disbelief. Reflecting on the ordeal, he expressed his desire for Liz to be removed from society, ensuring Mm -hmm. she couldn't inflict such harm on anyone else. He also empathized with Carrie's mom and son, acknowledging that they are unfortunately the ones burdened with enduring the repercussions of this tragic event. I mean, he went through a lot, too. Oh, my God. I feel really sorry for him. I mean, I I feel sorry for... Because he met this girl that was, like, everything that he wanted in in a girl. Yeah, and then he immediately thinks she's fucking Looney Tunes. And so he, like, before he even knew she was dead, he's falling in love with her, basically. He was, because I think, but like, when you were saying, like, that when she left in the morning, he went to work, and he was just feeling, like, so, like, happy. Yeah, while she was being fucking knocked off. Yeah, right. Oh my God. And then he spends four years thinking that she's like psychotic. Him. Yeah. And he's scared. He was talking about like once he found out that Liz was caught and in jail, he said he went outside and was just like, oh, my God, I can go outside again and feel like, OK, safe. Because yeah. he was had terrified. spent four years. Every time he'd go outside, he'd be terrified because he knew she was watching him. I can't even I can't wrap my brain around so this. he she was definitely stalking him before he started dating carrie oh absolutely because how did she know to come knock on the door when she was there well she was following right them. she absolutely what was following fucking... them. the fact that she knocked on the door that fast is right really, she's like they're not going to be able to even kiss oh yeah that's exactly yep. what she was doing yeah it's fucking crazy no man is worth this girl no man i mean she no obviously had man. major issues <laughs> So if you like that. <laughs> oh my god, Rose. I can't even So do you know like like what she what she what was her prison? What was her convict um Yeah, her she I said sentence? it but you were reading something. Oh she went god. life in prison oh. without p- the possibility of parole. And how was she, how old was she when she went to, pr- to to Oh, I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't even look at that. I feel like ages. she I feel like she was young though. Like she was like in her like early 30s when all this happened. Right, because you said she had a couple kids. I mean, that doesn't mean she's in yeah. her 30s. She could have been in her 20s. Oh, she was... So Carrie was 37 year old, years old. Oh, she was that old. Oh, I, I felt like they were younger. I know. I don't know why. I totally was thinking they were like in their 20s. 20s, yeah. So she was 37. Um, well, she it, had a 15-year-old son, so that makes sense that she was 37. Yeah, right. That's true. And Liz, then the other... What was her name? Liz? Liz. Oh. She was born in 75. So in 2012, she was 30... She was 37, too. Oh, wow. I didn't realize they were that old. I totally was thinking of I, them as, like, younger. I was, too. But then I didn't even think of... I wasn't, like, correlating the fact with her having a 15-year-old son. So making her in her... That's crazy. Yeah. So she had two kids. And she went to jail for life. Yeah. Oh, her poor kids. I know. I don't know what happened to her kids. I didn't... Hopefully I didn't they have that. a good dad. Because you think if if she had... I mean, sounds like Dave was, like, a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, I, I think he was a nice guy. I mean, because the fact that he got along with his ex-wife, or his, were they married? Wait, no. No, his yeah. ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend. The fact that he got along with her so well, and yeah. they co-parented, and, you know, he was trying to take things slow with the next relationship, means to me that he has a little bit of a, you know, a stable 
you know, his head on straight. Yeah, I mean, I I think he, which is funny, he didn't want to get, he didn't want to settle down. I'm like, dude, you're 30. I guess he never wanted to get married. Well, he probably just was, you know, at that age when you're dating, everybody's like wants to go in like full speed ahead. And he probably yeah. just like, I really don't, you know. And so his thing was like, if you're here to date me and get married, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's true. I want to take, you know, I don't want to settle down. So, but it sounded like he was like ready to like take things to the next level a little bit with her. Yeah, she was. And here, so I'll show sad. you a picture of her because she's kind of um, of Amy, not Amy, um, Liz. Because she looks a little crazy. Ew, she's got that. Does mm, she look? Yep. She has that crazy look, doesn't she? She's like, she? yep, crazy. Psycho. I feel like you just put a stamp right on her forehead that says <laughs> crazy. Know. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to save that picture so I can. Yeah, that's a good one. This was her jail picture. Doesn't she look rough? I mean, she must have been exhausted. 15,000 text messages I or emails? I can't imagine. She must have had calluses on her thumbs. 50,000 text messages. I, I, just, I just can't even comprehend that. I can't. No. It's insane. And this was like back in 2006? No, 2012. 12. Oh, okay. Because 2006, I'm like, didn't they still charge by the text? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't have been Her doing it then. was like $7 million. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, if you like that, you go on. Help. Yeah, no, if you need help. Yeah, you need, you need help, first of all. But no, go on and make sure you're on. If you're listening, make sure you click on your on podcast your, if you're platform. listening. As, as obviously, you're, obviously, they're listening. As you're listening, <laughs> as you're listening, and this episode ends, make sure you click on the check button to follow us. Then go all the way to the bottom of that page and rate and review us. Five stars only, please. And you can write anything in the comments. It doesn't matter what you write as long as you put any words in there, any English word. doesn't have to be anything. doesn't have to make sense. Just some English words. That's all we ask. And then... It has to be English? Well, it can... Well... No, it doesn't have to be English. It can be any language. Just any word. Just a word. Just a word. Just one word. Just write the word word. <laughs> word. And then you can reach out to us on our social media at No Ordinary Women Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And on the X, we are No Ord, O-R-D, Women Pod. You also can email us at Lynn Puntillo or Rose I'm sorry, Lynn.Puntillo or Rose.Stein at NoOrdinaryWomenPod.com. And if you have any suggestions of people you'd like us to uh, do a story on, just slide into our DMs or send us an email and let us know. Because we're always, we always we love recommendations, actually. Yes. So. We'd love a um, good Thanksgiving or Christmas episode. Yeah, make it a present. Yeah, gift to yeah. us. Yeah. Your favorite podcaster. Yeah. And then make sure you share us with your friends and family. Until next week. Bye. Bye.